from Cedarburg Public Library Radio. You're tuned to the Steve Donahue Show on CPL Radio, your one-stop daily source for Steve's take on the world of books. And now your host, the book critic who literally reads everything, Steve Donahue. Greetings, fellow patrons of the Cedarburg Public Library, and welcome back to the Steve Donahue Show, where we talk about bookish news, views, and reviews with the hope that springs eternal in the human breast. <laughs> and since we've all been through the ringer uh, this week, politically and socially, I thought we'd round things out with some Friday book recommendations that very pointedly don't talk about politics or sociology at all. We shall eschew our duty and avoid civics like the Red Death. <laughs> we shall draw our recommendations from entirely irrelevant fields of play to counterbalance the demands the so-called real world has placed on us all lately. And we'll start off with a little slice of pure sublimity, <laughs> The Couch Potato by Jory John and Pete Oswald, the fourth in a series of kids' picture books that includes The Bad Seed, The Good Egg, and of course, The Cool Bean. <laughs> Thanks to John's winsome prose and Oswald's delightful illustrations, all the books in this series are perfect for both kids, teaching them good sound lessons of ethics and behavior without ever browbeating them or insulting their intelligence, and for adults who will actually enjoy reading these things eight million times to the little ones. In this case, the couch potato has everything it could possibly want within easy reach right there on the couch until the electricity goes out, forcing the sedentary spud to discover there's a whole world outside just waiting to be explored. And speaking of a world just waiting to be explored, readers in 2020 get a lovely reprint from Scribner this month of One Writer's Beginnings by the great American author Eudora Welty. This slim volume, recounting in gorgeous prose Welty's upbringing in the South, has been reprinted many times in many editions, and every one is welcome for the chance it'll find even more new readers for this author. This is Welty, Welty at her most introspective and gentle, even when describing the sometimes brutal race relations of her childhood. And readers who might know her only through her fantastic short stories will find a different and very appealing side of her in this wonderful volume. So nice to have it back again for a season or a year or two. Continuing on in this little motif of very different worlds waiting to be explored, we have next a memoir by Ian Maloney called The Only Gaijin in the Village, in which Maloney and his Japanese wife relocate to a remote rural Japanese village where he is the only foreigner, the only gaijin, and therefore even more of a fish out of water than any visitor to Japan would automatically be. Maloney writes his series of admittedly familiar anecdotes with a freshness and an energy that makes them feel new, and there's a warm humor that runs through the whole thing and handily stops it from becoming gimmicky or kitschy. Uh, there might be flickers of humor in our next recommendation, but they'll be few and far between, <laughs> and not warm at all. Decidedly chill, in fact. This is the magnificent new reprint of George R. R. Martin's A Storm of Swords, the third volume in his epic Song of Ice and Fire fantasy series following Game of Thrones and Clash of Kings. This new edition is bound in faux leather and printed on heavy stock paper, and it includes not only an introduction by Martin's fellow fantasy favorite, Neil Gaiman, but also over two dozen terrific illustrations in color and black and white by Gary Gianni. 
To put it mildly, Martin's series has never lacked for devoted fans. <laughs> and those hardcore fans are obviously the target buying audience for these heavy illustrated editions. But I'm not one of those hardcore fans, and I'd argue that these volumes are in fact a damn near perfect way to encounter A Song of Ice and Fire, whether for the first time or for the hundredth time. Gianni's artwork is clean and almost, no pun intended, stark, and it's all the more effective for that. Uh, our next recommendation is bursting not with artwork, but with gorgeous high-definition photos of dreams you might maybe just might be able to reach. <laughs> it's George Farmer's big book, Aquascaping, a lavishly illustrated guide to building and maintaining not just a fish tank, but an underwater ecosystem, complete with charismatic species, ecological balance, and biomass energy control. <laughs> this is aquarium design and aesthetics taken to the next level of geekdom. And yet, Farmer is a very meticulous and detailed guide to how even his least aquatically inclined readers might actually achieve some of the mind-blowing end results they're seeing in this book's pictures. If you already have an, aqu an aquarium or are an aquarium aficionado, this book is certainly for you. But even if you've never filled so much as a fishbowl, Farmer will have you dreaming of possibilities. Uh, and we'll finish up our little list today with yet more possibilities rendered in mind-bogglingly geekish detail. <laughs> it's Star Wars The Complete Vehicles by Pablo Hidalgo and Jason Fry. This new edition of the classic compendium has been updated to include a wide assortment of spaceships, star destroyers, and personal speeders harvested from the latest Star Wars movie. And like the previous edition, this one lays out everything in blindingly fine print detail. When you're finished studying the illustrations and annotations of this volume, you'll be able to take apart and reassemble pretty much any of these imaginary vehicles with your eyes closed. <laughs> Such are the indefinable rewards of intense fandom. <laughs> and there you have it, my fellow patrons, a small handful of November recommendations of a decidedly non-relevant nature <laughs> to send you into a weekend that I sincerely hope will be relaxing and even restorative somehow after the rough week we've all had. In the hope that such a thing is possible, I'll sign off for the weekend and wish you all a very good bookish day. The Steve Donahue Show is a production of CPL Radio, a service of the Cedarburg Public Library located in Cedarburg, Wisconsin. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. 